OCRFM wish to advise the following program may contain information and subjects that could be deemed controversial in nature. The aim of the show is to provide an opportunity for listeners to discuss issues in a non-confrontational, fact-based manner. Should you wish to join the conversation, please feel free to phone the station on 5232191. You're listening to From Paddocks to Pride on OCRFM with myself, Sarah. This segment aims to help provide a voice for the LGBTI community, or as I like to call it, the umbrella. Our aim is to ensure that the community is supported and to reinforce that you should feel accepted as you are in the town you grew up in. While my views are not representative of the whole community, extensive research has been done to aim to be inclusive to everybody and spread awareness and progress people's viewpoints. This week we have our guest presenter for the topic of a gay le- lesbian liaison officer um, with violence, Adam. G'day, how are you? Yeah, so Senior Constable Adam Pettigrew, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> News in our community. So this week, unfortunately, there was a Senior Constable, Brenton Erkins-Gross, who actually is from the Hamilton Police Station. He actually committed suicide um, the other week. It's a very sad story. He was quite supportive of mental health, PTSD, and the LGBTI plus community through his role as a GLOW. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Did Mm. you know him at all? No, I didn't. I didn't have a chance to meet him, no. No. It sounds like he was very supportive of the community and he may have actually been from the community himself as well just by Hmm. what i've read yes yeah it sounds like it yeah the number for lifeline is 131114 and beyond blue is 1300 224 636 if you ever need to speak to anyone these are some amazing services there's also switchboard and q life which are lgbtiq plus um So if you ever are feeling down, if you are feeling suicidal, if you just need someone to talk to, definitely reach out. There are people that are willing to listen, that want to support you and make sure that it doesn't end up in suicide or anything like that or self-harm. So definitely speak to someone. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Tonight's episode on violence, we've got Senior Constable Adam Pettigrew, who's a GLOW officer. So, thanks for coming on the show. That's great. Good to be here. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Do you want to explain what a GLOW officer actually is? Um, Basically, it's an acronym for Gay and Lesbian Liaison Officer. Um, Our role's, uh, one, to put ourselves out in the community to help um, be a conduit, perhaps between people that are less likely to come and approach police for whatever reason and also there's also an internal factor where we help support um, Victorian police members and staff who um, may be feeling you know ostracized for their um, their sexual beliefs Hmm. yep 
And so how come the GLOW program actually started? Because obviously it didn't just come out of nowhere. Someone wasn't just like... Because especially because we are in such a reactive society, it Mm -hmm. usually takes something bad to happen for us to actually do something. Yeah. Um, Look, from my understanding, and um, I'm sure sure this is how I've been told, the... um, those that were around in um, in the 90s may remember the Tasty Nightclub. It was a, a nightclub in Melbourne that got raided by um, Victorian police. Mm. There was uh, 460-odd patrons in the club. They, the police, there were there in numbers, I, I believe about 40, and all patrons got strip-searched. Mm. Um, yes, drugs were found and whatnot, but basically the the, the reaction was that some of the patrons of the club felt that the police had stepped over the mark mm. and violated their you know, their human rights and things like that. Basically, took them to court. Um, the patrons won. Mm-hmm. As a as a not a knee jerk reaction, but as a, an internal thing, the police decided that maybe we're not um, approaching the subject correctly. And uh, I believe that's when the the gay and lesbian liaisons were born. Mm. Some some years after that, but like you know, yeah. It's, so we're just we're just sort of still growing. Yes, yeah. still learning as yeah, well. True. So it's not a case of that they because obviously sometimes people when they're in power they kind of take advantage of that. It wasn't a case of that because in back in those times it was a lot of people had these views that homosexuality wasn't accepted so it wasn't a case of um, police brutality or anything it was actually there was a lot of those views look uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure there was but um, and once, once again I think it uh, comes down to not just this um, the society changing but also the views of the police force too mm-hmm. you know we, you know hopefully hopefully we could use the word that we're we're growing up yeah yep yep Learning from our mistakes. And Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, with a glow, how do you find one? Where can you find one? Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I should also point out, Adam's actually located in Colac. Correct. Yep. Yes. So, what area do you cover in your role? Um, but look, being a Victorian police officer, I'm available anywhere, but... Mm-hmm. I am in the Colac area, so if anybody's looking to, to talk to me, that's, they can contact the Colac Police Station and get hold of me. But also, there are GLOWs throughout Victoria. Mm. So if, um, for instance, somebody was uh, in Camperdown, mm-hmm. just throwing something out there, wanted to be in touch with the GLOW, there would be somebody in Warrnambool they would be able to get in touch mm-hmm. with, or alternatively, come over and see me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we don't actually have boundaries as such, so... People can talk to me from anywhere if they want. Yep. Mm. So he, what's the best way to get in contact with the GLOW? Is there a website or something that you can jump on and find no. your nearest GLOW? There, there actually is, yeah. Oh, there, okay. There is. Yeah, under the Victorian Police um, headline, there is there is uh, available, like, you know, it will give you an idea of where the GLOWs are. Um, but once again, even if you just call your local police station, they can put you in touch with them. Oh, fantastic. Mm. So, why do you think that glows are important for the community? Mm. I'm, I'm, I, I, I personally believe it's a, it, it gives um, 
perhaps a contact point for people in the community to come and see somebody mm-hmm. if they're afraid to go and confront a normal policeman but mm. n- normal police officers now are, are so much uh, more, more aware yep yeah, correct yeah absolutely yeah so is actually that's a good question with the awareness does that mean that as a general thing that Victoria police actually offer training as a to anyone in the police force uh, yeah not yeah. just law officers no no the, if um, the, the training um, that I've done can be can be accessed by any other member also so they don't have to particularly be a glow to, to go and do these things mm-hmm. Um once again, there's uh, internal documents coming out inside the organisation that are helping members be more aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. Do you know which stations... Oh, sorry, we did sort of talk about that, which stations have GLOW. So the best idea is just to ring up your local station or go on the website. Um, currently, I think there's about 230 GLOWs throughout Victoria. Um, so, you know, we're quite well spread. So yeah. yeah. Pretty much anywhere you should be able to find one, yeah. And if not, it won't be one too far away. <laughs> Fantastic. So, with GLOW, so you don't just deal with um, people wanting to come forward. So sometimes is it a reactive thing? So you're actually coming to help people that are um, victims of violence? Th- th- that's true because you know unfortunately in my role the majority of time I'm going to come across people that need my assistance is generally in a crisis situation mm-hmm. you know um, it would be nice to uh, think that you know people could come and approach me prior to mm-hmm. or you know without having to hit that rock bottom sort of state and, uh, and have a conversation with me mm. which would be great I'd much prefer people to come in and <laughs> Before and see me, then we have happens. to go. Yes, correct. Yes, of course. Yes. Yep. I think that that's a good segue to our first song. So we're going to play "We Exist" by Arcade Fire. So this song actually, I would suggest watching the film clip. It's quite sad. It's actually got a transgender or someone acting as a transgender woman in the film clip, and they actually get attacked unfortunately it's very sad but it's definitely appropriate <laughs> to tonight's episode so we'll just play that for you now you're listening to from paddocks to pride on OCRFM with myself sarah and guest presenter this week senior constable adam Pettigrew for the topic of violence so his role is a GLOW, so a gay, li- sorry, gay lesbian liaison officer. And we've talked a little bit about so what a GLOW is, why it's important, why it started. But we haven't actually gone through what made you become a GLOW. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm at the station, I'm the OHS officer, so I... I um, focus on health and safety in the in the workplace mm-hmm. um, and part of that role I got involved in a bit of mental health um, stuff as well to sort of uh, 
fall into line with the OHS stuff. And when the Globe position became available, I thought, well, it seems like another flow on to some of those things that I was already doing. Yeah, and it's very relevant because there are so later on in our series we've got people coming in we've got mental health and in particular talking about mental health in regards to identity and internalized mm-hmm. homophobia and obviously there because there are um issues with mental health within the community so there's lower um health outcomes in regards to mental health and all that it obviously is something that's very relevant mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, and when you say about mental health in the community, but, you know, I'm also interested in the mental health of the workers as well. Yeah, You know, my co-workers, yeah, whether it be work-related, external, you know, influences. Mm. But, mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. Mm. And so we've talked a little bit about, so, violence that may be faced from the community, um, sorry, faced from outside of, so in terms of um, homophobia and transphobia, how yep. you guys can help with that. And sometimes, yep. unfortunately, you um, have to intervene when it's a little bit, yeah. when they could have been, pre- uh, not so much prevented, but they didn't weren't able to come forward before. Yeah, perhaps come forward happened. would be the, be, yeah. be the key. Is, yeah. you know, it's probably underreported. Yeah. You know, or not reported, whatever. You know, it's definitely not... Um, something that we see a lot of mm-hmm. in Colac, mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure it's out there. Yeah, you know, and I, I just encourage people not to be embarrassed by coming to police. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we, uh, we generally do care about everybody in the community. So yeah, yep. So how do you go about reporting? You can you can report a, a, an incident to any any member of police. You know, mm-hmm. any member of police will sit there and take take a statement, give you all the support you need. My role is twofold. I can mm-hmm. come in and assist the police officer dealing with the, the victim. Mm-hmm. So I can actually ha- offer support to the police officer mm-hmm. to help them perhaps give referrals to the, the best uh, referral groups that for the mm-hmm. particular victim. Mm-hmm. And I can come in on the other side and support the victim talking to police. Yep. Okay, mm. fantastic. So is it an easy process to go through? easy process um look i don't think anybody finds it easy to come in and Mm. talk to the police especially when they're a victim Mm. you know know, it's it's a it's a huge uh emotional event for anybody Mm. um but by all means um all we can do is encourage people knowing that once they're once they've reported something to police we take it seriously we'll act on it and we'll make sure that the person the victim gets the support they need yeah and also another thing is so there's also rates so high rates of domestic violence that are not reported no. yeah uh, look uh, i was going to say look you know you talk about domestic violence um which uh dominates quite a bit of the police work at the moment but mm-hmm. without a doubt um same-sex f- violence would not be reported Mm. You know, we we just don't hear about it as much as, mm-hmm. you know, what people might think. Um, whether or not, once again, that's a stigma thing or an you know, embarrassment thing, mm-hmm. you know. But believe me, <laughs> we, 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 as police officers, we don't particularly care. We just want to make sure 
everybody's happy, safe and well. Mm. So, you know, we, we sort of, um, I think people may dwell on, you know, maybe past experiences or rumours that they've heard yeah. about police being anti-everything. Yeah. But realistically, no. Mm-hmm. We're there to help. Um, what, so you were talking before about referring people. Are that with, in particular, in regards to domestic violence, yep. what sort of services do you generally refer people there, on to? There's um, quite a few on our automatic list, mm-hmm. which um, with, uh, are services that are acting with, like work with Victoria Police. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in domestic violence situations, places like Orange Door, Mm-hmm. Things like that, and they they help support the victims through whatever the whatever the particular um, incident is. Mm-hmm. Um, we can also then on refer um, people to specialised um, areas that, mm-hmm. especially if you know, I don't know everything, mm-hmm. so I need I need, yeah. I need support to to help other people get the support they need. So yeah, yeah that's understandable. So, how long have you actually been a glow for? Me about two years. Two years? Yep. Okay, so fairly new mm. to the role, I guess. Fairly new, yeah. In terms of, because you've been in the police force quite a long about time. About 10. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been OH&S? I'm guessing Ooh. that's been a while. About four. Oh. Four years, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> as well as actually being a support for the community, what else you do as a part of your role for GLOW? So you also mentioned that you do a lot of stuff internally. Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because you said... The internal stuff is um, if... And, and once again, it's a, it's more of a... Uh, if somebody approaches us mm-hmm. and needs assistance, you know, unfortunately that's how it tends to be. You know, mm-hmm. we, all I can do is put my name and myself out there mm-hmm. and hopefully somebody will come and talk to me. Mm-hmm. If they need me. Yeah. So in terms of like the station yep. as well as internally. Yep. Yep. I've, you know, once again, I've just, you know, uh, at my work desk, I've, you know, I have a rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. I have a, you know, little rainbow lapel, little rainbow um, badge that I wear. Mm-hmm. You know, just letting people know that, you know, I'm there. Yep. Around the, around the station, there's posters with my name on it. Come and talk to me. Is there anything else you do in terms of your glow role? Like, do you go to pride events or anything? Um, yeah, I do. I, I don't get to... I'd, I'd like to go to more, but um, once again, it's... Uh, I have been to quite a few, yeah, mm-hmm. already, yeah. I guess it's more um, accessing stuff what's in the area, the yes, Colac area. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, Kana? Kana yeah, Festival? Kana Festival, <laughs> yeah. Um, not, not this... This, not this one that just happened, the one before we had quite a good group of uh, marches in it. No, I marched yep. alongside. Yep, the so from the Colac Otway Diversity Group. That's the group, yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. yep, so unfortunately we tried to get that off this year, but we didn't have enough people come forward to sort of yep. get something together, which we'd love to. So if you're listening, message the page or something so we know that you're interested because we'd love to get a float in next year. That would be really fantastic. I enjoy a walk in the sun, so I'll come, <laughs> I'll come and walk with you. It would be really good to get something in again because that was – it's really good to see the support and everything for the community. Mm. And I know um, – so uh, it's been a while since I've actually lived back down here. So I've been in Geelong for quite a 
long time now but I know other people that also moved and haven't moved back but I'm sure they come down just to support the parade as I said two years ago there was quite a hmm, I'd say probably 50 to 60 people Mm. yeah it was good it was very good especially for a first you know march back in yeah yeah, sometimes that happens though. You have a big <laughs> thing to start off with and then it just all dies down. You don't have the enthusiasm. <laughs> Next year. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, so with Glows as well, so mm-hmm. you've obviously come on this show just as a thing because I've reached out to you. Mm-hmm. Um it's also something important to point out that there's actually a Glow show that's run by Joy FM correct yes. yes so that's down in melbourne so that's actually something you can listen to which is a i haven't actually personally listened to it but it sounds really good they um cover some really good topics which is great so if you don't know what joy fm is that's actually a pride run radio show so it's purely just pride stuff um so anything for the lgbt iq plus community so going back to your role yes. as a glow and everything social media <laughs> i think that this is something i should cover um because obviously times are changing quite a lot and we have a lot of issues with social media and you're laughing at that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, look yeah social media is huge um Especially in the younger generation, well, I shouldn't say younger generation, it makes me sound old. Um, <laughs> but in the younger, you know, say um, pre 18 year olds, it's just their life, and it's un- unfortunate that they can get caught up in so much negativity mm-hmm. and uh, quite sometimes quite hateful yeah. posts in, uh, on Facebook. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it, it's something that, you know, people have got to put in perspective that it's facebook is not your life mm. you know your life's out there in the in the real world mm. so yeah definitely has have you ever had to is that something that you offer have you ever had to help people or is it something that you can help with if people are getting harassed yeah absolutely because uh, you know it, it still falls under um w- whether or not it's a, f- a family member but it, it, the the term is um uh, you know, but you can get personal protection orders for mm-hmm. people to stop posting things about you on the on the uh, internet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. So would that be come under like defamation or uh, def- defamation? Probably not. It's mm-hmm. more more the fact that they are printing and publishing items about you that you yeah. don't want on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and as I said, it's a very similar process to a an intervention order, but that's deemed to be called a, a personal safety um, intervention order instead. So it's like, uh, if I said something about you, you could take one out against me. So mm-hmm. we're not related, we have mm-hmm. no ties, So, but it's there just to, to stop that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you think we should, um, maybe in particular in regards to just services in general? that you refer people to so i know we mentioned domestic violence but yep. any just for the lgbti oh, yeah. community in general oh where have i put them 
There are quite a few. There are. There actually, it's surprising that, that there are quite a lot out there. And, and they, I'm guessing they're growing too. Yeah. Look, more um, and, and there's some focused on, you know, as I said, the the minors 18, so mm. the youth, mm, yeah. youth are, that are struggling with themselves. Um, Rainbow Network is uh, is one that I've heard about. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, for under 18s, you know, still Beyond Blue, Lifeline, any of those sorts mm-hmm. of guys can also still come out and, and help with mm-hmm. you. Know, Headspace, mm-hmm. Headspace is always there. Um, and once again, uh, without sort of dwelling on Lifeline again, th- those sorts of things are out there for people to talk to. Q Life. Mm-hmm. Um, is another one that I've, I've got brochures on. Yep, so Q Life is an online and yep. over the phone counselling service. Yep, correct. Which, and we also have Switchboard, which is oh actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is Victorian based yes. as well. Yep, yep. I've got some of some flyers at um, back at the station for Switchboard, and I was at a, uh, I think it was a training day. Mm-hmm. And I must admit, yeah, they, they seem to have a really good coverage yeah. of what they could uh, um, assist people with. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I did like that one. Yep. Yeah, switchboard. Yeah, and I'm guessing, so I've actually walked into the old station, but is the new station the same where you walk in and you've got heaps of brochures with the... Not yet. Not yet. We need one of those little racks up again. Ah, okay, yes. so but you're up to it. I've got them. I've got all these brochures. I, c- yep. I, I uh, just got sent another another batch of different ones uh, just this week, so somewhere. Oh. It's a gift for you. Oh, we've got a whole heap from um, Thorn Harbour Health, which is fantastic because they're actually coming on the show Ah, in a couple of weeks. Um, I've got someone coming on, Nick. He's really fantastic and he's going to actually talk about drugs and alcohol um, issues within the community, which is fantastic. Cool. They have some really good programs out there, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's, it's, um, once again like everything that seems to be growing and they're getting better getting much better at things yeah definitely and it's actually very interesting because they actually started out as victorian aids council so they actually started um due to hiv and aids epidemic mm. and obviously mm. they've sort of broadened what they actually cover they spent yeah, yeah and they out. cover a lot yes yeah that's <laughs> what i mean yeah yeah it's heaps isn't it we are about to take a quick break. If you'd like to join the conversation, call the studio now on 5232 You're listening to From Paddocks to Pride on OCRFM with myself Sarah and guest presenter this week, Senior Constable Adam Pettigrew, who's a GLOW officer for the topic of violence. So we're at that time of the segment where we actually go through question time. And just as a reminder, if you ever want to call up with questions, it's 523-21991. So if you want to call up and ask questions or you can go on our Facebook page or comment, send us a message, whatever you'd like. We've actually had a few questions in the lead up to the segments, sorry, to the show airing. (laughs) So, Adam, one of the questions that we've had asked is if someone comes into the station, can they bring a support person with them when they go and speak to yourself? Absolutely, yeah, Yeah. not a problem at all. Um, 
and especially if that's going to help the the person speak more freely to me that's that's excellent Mm -hmm. yeah not a problem at all and i'm guessing that would go for any aspect of needing to report something to police or going into the police station you don't it doesn't just have to be for your glow roll it could be if you just need to speak to a police officer yeah correct yeah Yeah, that's that's exactly right look you know the um people people you know once again you know whether they feel frightened by us or whatever or intimidated by police that's something that if they need some to bring somebody with them to help ease that by all means do so and also we've had another question so just from bron she's just asked is the push for a religious rights bill so we've seen this a lot in the media lately so that they're trying to push for um religious freedom Mm -hmm. act i think it's called so would you or sorry would the police force the victorian police force view that as a form of violence against our community sarah good question i i i actually don't know i i haven't seen the bill i'm not sure what the ramifications will be um i'm sure uh Hopefully, somebody's up in uh, Canberra debating that issue right now. So, um, once again, it's not—it's certainly not a a, um, a law that I have seen, or, or something that's coming through the system. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's going to hit Victorian police, I'm not sure. As a as a as a matter, um, mm-hmm. religious freedom. Mm. Yeah, that actually might—I might have to get Jared on, and we might have to debate that little topic, perhaps, because. Um, it is something that I'm seeing heavily in the media, but I'm not actually sure how far through Parliament yeah. it is because a lot okay. of things get stopped before they're even mm. passed. Mm. So yep. I'm not sure how far through it is or yep. what the chances of it actually, actually going through. through. Yeah. So that's obviously something that I'll need to read up a lot more yep. about. Okay. Cool. Do you have any questions for me, Ooh. Adam? <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't prepare any. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> um, you going to have me back? Well, if you'd like to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we can head to a song now. So we've I've got... I've got, got a question for you. Oh, you do? How did you find me? Oh, how did I find you? Yeah. I actually, through Facebook. Ah, cool. So I th- found you through Facebook. So someone actually... Um, commented um, on one of the posts I had and said, oh, actually, I have someone that you might like to get in touch with and I've emailed them and they've emailed me back and I got your contact. Cool. So... It wasn't that hard, was it? No, it was actually really easy. (laughs) (laughs) And you were pretty easy to contact too. So just for everybody else out there, I'll be exactly the same. Easy to contact. And it's the world of... um, technology these days i guess um the people that i've been in touch with just through facebook's yeah it gets the word out there i guess yep which is fantastic cool yeah but we will go to this song so it's called love makes the world oh sorry love make the world go round which was actually a charity song done by jennifer lopez and or who is it featuring sorry featuring lynn manuel Miranda. So this is actually a live version. So it was actually done as a tribute to the sorry Orlando Pulse um, shooting victims. So Pulse was a 
nightclub, a gay nightclub um, in 2016 that unfortunately there were, I think, 56 people shot. Mm. Um, It was really, it was awful to hear in the news and obviously because of um, what happened and everything. So they put this song together and did like a charity thing at all. Listen now. And I highly recommend just watching the film clip on YouTube. You're listening to From Paddocks to Pride on RACRFM with myself, Sarah, and guest presenter this week, Senior Constable Adam Pettigrew for the topic of violence. So we're just getting to the end of our show, unfortunately. So we're up to the stage where we talk about events coming up. So I made a mistake. It turns out. Um, I think that what's happened is I have promoted at some stage the roadshow that's coming up. Or if I haven't, I'm going to let you know what the correct date is. So the date is the 23rd of July down in Geelong. We've got the Barwon LGBTIQ plus inclusion workshop. So it's connecting Geelong, Colac and Surrounds. It's actually going to be at Diversitat. So it's if you want to get involved, if you head to engage.vic.gov.au slash LGBTIQ, there's um, the Equality Rural and Regional Program and it's got the information there about the upcoming event. So if you're not close to Colac or Geelong and you're actually further you're camper down or further out Warnable area because I got some friends that listen to this show they're actually from Warnable and um, there is actually the great south coast inclusion workshop so that's actually connecting Warnable Portland Hamilton and surrounds and that's actually on the 18th of July at the Lighthouse Theatre in Warnable but that's definitely it's all on that website so engage.vic.gov.au slash lgb TIQ. I'll probably put um, something up on the f- on Facebook as well, so you can find it and not misspell it or anything. <laughs> um, but no, they're definitely. It looks like it's going to be fantastic, and I can't wait to go along. Um, in the break, Adam was actually talking about how he's been to one. So yep, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to the Geelong one as well. So mm-hmm. yep, I'm, I'm. I'm not sure how many other uh, glows from the Geelong area are going to head down, but. I'm certainly going to be there. Yeah, no, they're, they're good. They are very good. Um, Ro Allen, the Commissioner for Gender and Sexuality, um, she's, she runs a very good ship. They, they, her crew, um, they're really positive people, talk well. Yep, very informative. And seem to get quite a lot of information out of the community. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yep. And... I think as well there's probably ideas that come forth that people don't really actually voice until something like this comes around. So there's some people that have amazing ideas and they just don't get heard because they don't have that confidence to say something. And then when they're given the opportunity, you're like, why didn't you say something sooner? (laughs) It seems to be the way with lots of things, doesn't it? (laughs) It's it's so true. Um, Because probably 12 maybe even 18 months ago, they actually came through and did a couple of days in Colac, mm-hmm. which is uh, the one I went to. And uh, once again, 
roundtable discussions. Mm. As you said, lots of ideas, lots of positives. Um, and I do believe that, you know, there's quite a good group came out of that mm-hmm. in the Colac area. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Mm. So I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, Adam. Thank you for inviting me. It was great to have you. It's great to have that knowledge. So, because this series is all about health, so we want to make sure that our community has great health in this area. And so it's really great to know that there are support networks out there. There's people to help. And it's great to have some professionals (laughs) to come in and talk about what they specialise in. If you'd like more information on the GLOW program and you're a little bit hesitant to go into the police station, uh, you can always look online, look at the Victorian Police website. We also have some pamphlets at the front of OCRFM, so just in the bowling arcade in Colac if you want some further information. So I guess that's a wrap for this week's From Paddocks to Pride on OCRFM. So next week we're actually going to be playing another gay list unfortunately um because with getting professionals on board i haven't been able to get them all my ducks in a row and get them each single week (laughs) but that's okay because we have plenty of good music for you (laughs) so that's all right and all as always we're going to end with this is me by kesha